you know, it's like, I, I think it was really good because like, he's not a bad person. He's not a vapid person. He's not a shallow person. And neither is she. They're just fundamentally incompatible. <laughs> and that's the thing that I think is good about this movie is that it, it's kind of relatable because these are all just human beings out doing yeah. their thing yeah. and they didn't caricature anyone really. Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. We are breakup coaches, here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Welcome to a X-Files happy hour (laughs) episode. It's been a while. I'm two drinks in. And yes, it has been a while. So the last happy hour episode that we did, oh my God, it was actually. Was it the one at your house? It was at my house, but it wasn't 50 Shades of Grey. It was 500 Days of Summer. Oh my God. That was the last. Oh my God. We had Brett. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brett, I hope you're doing good. (laughs) yeah i I hope so as well kisses to you that was scared him away (laughs) possibly Possibly. um that was a very though well received um Mm -hmm. happy hour episode i think that we got the most feedback on that one and that was that uh, a lot of the people in our audience happened to really love that movie and so um had appreciated hearing what we had to say about it yeah i thought that it was a blast uh but but Claire and I have a lot going on in our lives and the show is just like going off like gangbusters. And so we had to kind of meet up and decide where should we cut things? And we decided not to do the monthly happy hour, at least for a while. I mean, maybe we'll come back to it because I love doing them. So it has been a few months and now we're back with another one. Now we're back and continuing to switch things up. We have not chosen a movie from 10 years ago. (laughs) We chose a movie that came out in 2021, guys. Right. So who are we? The first ever happy hour that we did was. Was that Twilight? No. He's not that into you? Oh, no. I think that was the second one. Okay. So the first ever one. Oh, Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. It was Valentine's Day. Oh no, it was. Wow, that was Oh, oh my god, my that was god. that that means that that was 11 months ago. That is so crazy. And that was a really good happy hour episode. Yeah, I mean, I we mean, didn't we know what strong. we were going to do other than come on and talk about it. And yeah. we like went for it. I mean, <laughs> I know I listened to it after and I was cracking up at the things that we were saying about that movie. Uh, anyhow, we really want to keep doing these happy hour episodes. So if there's a film that you would like Claire and I to listen to or to watch, yes, drink and analyze yeah. <laughs> for the world to hear, please let us know. Honestly. Yeah. Anyway, That's so cool. cool stuff. So like this movie came out and I'm like, it's a Christmas movie. It's a rom-com. There's probably going to be things for us to talk about. <laughs> Certainly there was. Okay, so I am drinking and I'm going to tell you the ingredients and then you can let me know if you know what this is. So I have red wine. Okay. I have cinnamon sticks. I have bourbon. 
and I have oranges. Oh my god. Oh no no no, I know this. A sangria? Close. Close? It's warm. Warm because it's winter. Spiced cider. <laughs> I don't know. It's mulled wine. Mulled wine. Oh, yes. gotcha. So okay. it is so simple and it's so delicious. And I have to say, I haven't had it in a little while. Mm-hmm. And I'm having all these visceral experiences because when I was in Australia, <laughs> this was like what you drank during Christmas. Oh. Even even though it's summer there in Christmas, everyone mm-hmm. still makes mulled wine. Yeah, and the scents are just bringing back all these crazy Aww. memories. And each time I have a, a sip, it's just yeah, taking me back in time. And I also Aww. have to say it's delicious. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. I was going to say, I'm like, if you're having a visceral experience, I don't know if that's wine, Janice. <laughs> what? <laughs> the memories. Yeah. <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> At first I was like, mm, wine can okay. do that, though. I've had some wine crazy experiences with wine. Yeah. Wine is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having wine as well, as per my kind of usual thing. Um, but... <laughs> I actually did not plan this at all, but oh the the wine that I stock my pantry with is from Fresh Vine, which happens to be uh like co-founded by Nina Dobrev, who stars in this movie. Nina, yeah, she did not know. We did not plan I, this. I didn't plan it. I mean, I knew the wine was from her, and I knew the movie was her, but then I never put together. I'll be drinking that wine with that movie. So that's pretty cool. cool. I'm a cheers. big fan of the wine. So, you know, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm drinking the Pinot Noir right now. Mm. Um, yeah, which is impressive for me because I don't usually go for a red. Um, but it is the first day of snow. Yes, it it's a very, very wintry strange to drink, drink a Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, that's the Chardonnay is for summer all yeah, the way. You can't, no, not on a snow day. So yeah, we had a blizzard here. Uh, so it died down for quite a while, and uh-huh. then it just started going nuts outside. Oh. Everyone, we are recording this from Denver. It is December tenth. We have just had the first snow of the season. It was awesome. Yeah, and we're very excited about it. I'm very excited. Yeah, and we're also excited about love hard. Love hard. <laughs> so, so opening. Opening montage scenes. of her opening and her montages. Dates. We start off with a variety of cliches. Mm. She is a writer with a dating column in LA. Um, we are two writers as well, so it's you know, we get it. But I, I mean, my life is glamorous enough, and I'm not yeah. a dating writer. I mean, yeah. and to say that she's some, you know, old, old, um, what do you call it when you're not married after 30? Um, oh, a spinster. A spinster, yeah, because she hasn't found anyone yet, and it, it's just not believable. I'm sorry, especially because she's gorgeous, and you know she just happens to be matching with all these amazing men, and yet we're yeah. still like meant to be sorry for her because she's well, the awkward, ugly duckling. <laughs> no, I. That's actually the thing that they get into later in the movie is she's finding problems with everyone else it's not that actually they are having problems like yeah there are a few like bad dates she goes on where like she's having dinner and wine by the fireplace with someone and his wife Mm -hmm. walks in with their two kids like obviously Mm -hmm. that's a train wreck (laughs) but um 
you know, like there's, there's kind of, she's like in this part, it's from her perspective. She's like highlighting the things that have gone like wrong, wrong. But mm -hmm. we get later from her boss. He's like, literally you run away at the first sign of something not being perfect with someone, you know, okay. it's like, you're okay. doing this to yourself sort of thing. So that's just kind of like, you know, we know she's not a reliable narrator. Mm. Um, so oh, Claire, yeah. with the English major lexicon, yeah. loving it. You know, obviously it's a Christmas movie and yes. it's a made for streaming Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, going to blow your socks off. Of course, there's going to be some cliches. That's totally fine. I'm not complaining. But what do we find out kind of early on? So, okay, Claire, maybe you can explain this to me because this is something that messed with my head the entire time. Oh, yeah. Why, if she is so fed up with the dating scene, does she make the decision to then open up her app and then change her filter to just be anyone in the entire country? Oh, that was that was Heather McMahon, her best friend in the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember, she actually went in and she changed the okay. the settings. Yeah. And why? So it was her because she was like, you're dating L.A. guys. Of course, they all suck, Um, which is like a typical thing we hear. You know, it's like yeah. L.A. guys suck. New York guys suck. Santa Barbara guys suck. Denver guys suck. They all fucking suck. It's right. not that they suck. It's just that dating oh my God. is just hard and people typically aren't great to strangers also what do you think that dating is that you just show up you know and people just appear to you well yeah i mean there's a lot of people in the world who you are not gonna get along with and you kind of have to mm -hmm. like meet them along the way yeah to finding the person and that you are actually gonna you know fit with and enjoy the company of so when, yeah, and when we're talking about enormous cities like Denver, like LA, like New York, you mm -hmm. can't tell me that every it, it's a New York thing yeah. or a Denver thing. I'm actually in a Facebook group that I'm becoming semi-active in, and it's a group particular to my small area here in in Denver, Cap Hill. And oh. I several people have posted, "Oh, is it just me or does dating here suck?" And I'm like, "Are you?" crazy yeah like, this is a great scene for dating yeah it's just different like wherever you are it's going to be different like santa barbara the struggle was is that there are really only so many people there it's definitely not the smallest town ever it is mm -hmm. a city but like you are kind of like if you don't want to date um someone who's like retirement age or a student <laughs> Like there is a hey, limited their retirement age is 40. Like sign me up. I know. I'm yeah. Down with that I, have, type of I have been on a date with 40 year olds. So yeah, <laughs> it, it was interesting. I'd like to know though, if this is a city problem, what is the city that you just show up to yeah. and everything is cotton candy and mm -hmm. magic and mm -hmm. everyone is just walking along holding hands you know yeah. like what city has that reputation i don't know i mean like i don't know if this is fair at all or correct or anything but i feel like more conservative areas you're more likely to get someone who's like interested in a long-term relationship but they also probably want you to you know have a lot of babies and stuff yeah you know? 
Yeah. Like, uh-huh. so uh-huh. I don't know if that's fair or accurate, but so I guess maybe you're saying areas that aren't so diverse where people yeah. are maybe expecting or it's kind of like you're looking for wifey, you know, or looking for, are we going to name any specifics? Are we talking about yeah i'm like that we're i would love gonna, to be the fly on a wall in yeah. the salt lake city neighborhood groups and i would love to know if people go on there and yeah. say is it Please just me or does dating okay? in salt lake city i think it's like different problems you know you're you have totally. more of the problem that they don't want to have sex before marriage and you're like fuck i'm so um, horny <laughs> So you're like, I want to try it out though before I buy it. Um, so yes, more cliches. So, but then what? I, mean, like, I think what LA your... could just be hard, just because it's like a lot of showbiz people, and that it could be like more Maybe. of like a vapid sort of scene. Completely. I haven't lived there. I don't know. I have lived though in New York, and I know that the generalizations that people make about new york and about new york dating did not ring true to me when i was living oh. there at all yeah i well, thought that it was new a york, great place it didn't apply then la it didn't apply so we can yep. yeah so let's breeze past that okay you guys are fine <laughs> you don't have it worse than anyone else in that's kind country. of what i'm saying don't give don't give an excuse because of yeah. where you live you know like take some responsibility yeah you which this woman it. wasn't doing which is maybe why she gave her phone to her friend uh well i mean it wasn't exactly did you like not see the scene i remember <laughs> like, they're walking in the it park it was snatched right? away it was snatched away. okay okay but yeah, but like still, it wasn't con- entirely she's, saying, she's giving this story about it's not working out because la yeah. guys suck and the scene is hard and everyone yeah. she matches with is a exactly douche. yeah mm-hmm. and heather mcmahon is like no keep trying you gotta just like widen your search radius from five miles to apparently the whole five thousand to five thousand yeah that's a big jump but you know like she's got the air miles she's down to travel apparently she's gonna make it happen no matter where this guy is so i want to mention something about lake placid and that is that i'm pretty sure i've mentioned that when i was a girl i was obsessed with figure skating (laughs) like really oh seriously it was my thing for a number of years. I still follow it a little bit today. Oh. And Lake Placid is quite a famous figure skating we gotta destination. We got to go figure skating together. So I'm not, I followed it, but I'm not, I don't You wouldn't do rent some skates? And like I would go. rent some skates. Yes, for okay. sure. I just yeah. want your expectations oh, no. <laughs> to be very high. No, I'm good. I can like totally slowly go backwards. So, you know, okay. I'm kind of an expert. Yes. So, in fact, one of the last blog posts that I wrote was about Madge Sayers, who was the first female figure skating Olympian. I'm still just kind of fascinated with the culture. And so, anyone who's into figure skating knows that Lake Placid is quite famous. So, I was like, yay! Aww, you're like, kind Ooh. of cool. To, oh my God. We're going to um, talk about sports later because there was a scene that just. Oh my God. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get have there. A- fucking conniption (laughs) okay also just to just to say for lake placid they make it out like it's a hick town and it's actually not it's quite a famous 
city. I haven't actually been there, but I happen to know that it's not like they don't have a hospital or anything like that. Okay. So the, okay, we're going to get there though. So she connects with this guy, they get on the phone and they just start having this daily ongoing. We're going to talk all the time. I just like, I, first of all, I want to say like his, um, his dating app profile, um, my notes aren't coming up. Um, his dating app profile says looking for someone spontaneous and drama free. And I'm like, you yuck. Like, yes. What? Yeah. Like that's like so many red flags. First of all, that is a good point. That's, Claire, thank yeah. you for bringing that up. So Claire and I have done several episodes about online dating, um, up to this point. And apparently the no drama thing is a red flag. Yeah. Do you want to say I mean, anything about that? You did the research. Yeah. Like if someone, if drama is such a big part of their life that they feel like they have to like put a disclaimer on their dating profile mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's not allowed near them, like you're probably the problem. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my thinking with it. Um, I, I guess it was sort of foreshadowing because she does something very spontaneous and there is a lot of drama, <laughs> but um. You know, it's just, like, not something I would have, like, swiped on. But then it's also, like, it underlies the fact that, you know, there was a sexy man in these photos. And she kind of just saw that. She wasn't really even, like, reading, you know. True, uh, true. Like, that became kind of a problem for her later on is Mm -hmm. that she was Mm -hmm. not paying attention to, like, who the person was. And instead was like, wow, they're so hot. He's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that being said, one thing I would say that I would recommend is if you connect with someone on an app, get on the phone, start talking. Yeah. And they did do that. Yes, and it exactly. Did go really well. And, you know, they they really clicked. We don't have to go into the details. They just like they really clicked. They stole the whole diehard thing from B- Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So there are so many like literary nerdy things that came up in this movie. Oh my God. Yay. I got so excited about. And the first one that I put like this big thing in my notes about, because I happen to know about this thing is, oh my God. When they started talking about where the sidewalk ends, (laughs) I was so excited because where the sidewalk ends by Shell Silverstein. So that was a huge part of my childhood. I can still conjure up memories of being read that when I was in elementary school. And then (laughs) as a Mormon teen, I can definitely remember the controversy over that book being banned. And we were not allowed to have it in our school. We were not allowed to report on it. We were not allowed to use it for anything oh my god and even as a kid as a teenager I was like this is stupid that is an awesome yeah. book I don't have a copy of where the sidewalk ends but I'd actually like to procure one um so did you know Claire that it was banned for disrespect for authority <laughs> uh a drug reference which I'm not sure what that was uh <laughs> references to death and a reference oh. to suicide. Damn. And cannibalism. <laughs> oh. Because if you recall, if you're familiar with it, it's, I, I'm pretty sure from I'm what I can remember that familiar. the babysitter 
eats the babies in one of the poems. Yeah, but it's like it's not stupid. Like yeah, I know it's not. Of course, it's like not Lord real. of the Flies is literal cannibalism. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. And also, what it really comes down to, which I don't think a lot of people know, but which is just like nailed in my memory, is that Shel Silverstein was also a cartoonist for Playboy before he came out with Where the Sidewalk Ends. And that is why a lot of people hated him. Oh, yeah. Definitely hold people's history. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that great? Yeah. So basically, she's clicking really well with Josh. And then her boss says, hey, where's my next article? Like, I need Mm -hmm. to know about your latest, like, shitty date. And she's like, "Mm, I haven't been on any because, I like, I'm in love. And she's like, well, I don't care. Go on a Tinder Tinder date. And she's like, actually, no. I'm going to fly to Lake Placid and surprise this person that I've been really clicking with because he sent me a text and said, I wish you were here. Um, And she took it, like, really literally. Her best friend totally encourages her. So here's the thing. She takes advice from her best friend for, like, the first half of the movie, like, over the phone. You know, her friend's, like, supporting her. Her friend is not reliable either because um, (laughs) she's, like, talking on the phone. I want to know if you picked up on this. She's talking on the phone, and she pours some whiskey into her mug, and then she gets a phone call on the other line, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. It's my sponsor. I have to go. And she hangs up on (laughs) Nina Dobrev, and she's, like, literally drinking whiskey. And that's the last time we see her. (laughs) Like oh you're right and then she's just gone and i'm like where did that subplot go oh is that really the last oh and i'm just like "Hmm, that's some like that's some as a sponsor yeah like isn't that great and she's like yeah fly across the country that's a great idea and she's like so we continue so she flies across the country she gets off the plane um she's got this weird thing about kiwis which i'm like well that's gonna come up i did not notice you didn't any of she that like until twice. it happened we're oh gonna my God. let's let's you were get there so shocked when she turned uh yeah i was yeah. actually <laughs> so. okay so she mentions kiwis a couple times she has an allergy um you know it's just like just like randomly mentions and so it's like okay kiwis, nerdy of course she has allergies yeah of course she has allergies, allergies is somehow a nerd thing which as someone with allergies I mean, like, yeah. don't really get but whatever yeah <laughs> today it was a plot device tomorrow it's just nerdiness um <laughs> so anyway so she gets off the plane she's like calls an uber at the like podunk drug dealer guy <laughs> uh-huh. right okay and again driver. lake placid is not gonna have no. one uber driver but no probably the least important thing but yeah maybe working on the holidays but it wasn't like that close to the holidays i don't know so <laughs> there were a lot of things like i'm about to like lose my mind about that one scene i keep bringing up but like there's a lot of things that are okay. just not rooted in reality <laughs> um so anyway so she gets in She's driving. She goes to the house. Uh, um, what's his address, Claire? No, I don't know. I didn't pick up on that. I four twenty Holt Street. Holt? 
I mean, I guess 420, 420 Holt Street. It's just stupid. But why Holt? And I, I don't know. Oh, so why the Holt is, Holt, in a, is but... just 420 blazing. Yes. And okay. of course, the Uber driver's like, hell yeah, I smoked weed there. Yeah, he like gives her a blunt to like <laughs> hand over to Josh, um, the right. sexy man waiting. Um, so, so she gets there. She knocks on the door. His mom lets her in. He's not home right now. His mom's like, oh, you're friends. It turns out his grandma's there. His dad's there. She meets right. all of them. They're like mm -hmm. super welcoming. She's like, we might be a little bit more than friends. And they're like super excited. And then in he comes. And, and he, wow. Yeah. If you hadn't called it before now. Yeah, Josh doesn't look like his photos. What do you know? Yeah, Josh doesn't look like his photos. So my heart kind of broke oh, at this point. Um, I Josh dated for her for Josh for Josh. Yeah. I've dated Asian men. I've been friends with Asian men, and mm -hmm. I I know the struggles that they've communicated to me, mm -hmm. and you know that it is apparently hard to be on the apps. Um, you know, and not be six feet tall and not look, you know, like the stereotypical person, but to have inside, you know, so much to share. Yeah. And so, yeah, when he walked in, I did, I felt, I felt sad for him. For yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think that was something really good that this movie did is that it wasn't so much about his race at all. It was just like, it was his kind of just like built into the plot as like, you know, like that, that wasn't built into the plot. They could have cast anyone from any race, I feel like, um, especially because, um, so Josh was biracial and then also um, Tag, who turns out to be, I mean, this whole thing is a spoiler alert. Tag was the actual guy in the photos. Mm -hmm. He's also biracial. Mm -hmm. So um, like when we met his parents, his mom was Asian and his dad um, was Caucasian. And mm -hmm. for Josh, it seemed like well, his mom was Caucasian and his dad was Asian. So Josh's stepmom is white. So oh. in the movie, his both of his parents are Chinese, which they do reference. Oh, okay. And he cool. even so asks um, Nat, um, oh, you've never dated a Chinese guy before, right? Okay. Yeah. So and so, so I actually don't know if it could have just been any race because I actually think that Asian men face completely unique oh, challenges to being totally, on the apps that they totally. that they highlight. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I'm definitely not negating that. I'm just saying like they weren't like making it like, oh my god, you're Asian. Oh, like, completely that wasn't the big deal. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It so, was I saw it from his point of view. That he was yeah. too insecure to be out there as who he was because of maybe things that he had gone through in the past being on apps as an Asian man, which yeah. I happen to know ring true because I've dated Asian men who have told me these exact things. Yeah, but his um the scene where they go over his previous photos from before <laughs> he started using tag, right? It had nothing to do with that. It was completely. He hmm. was, yeah. Um, I mean, the photos, I mean, we can skip over this later but since it's coming up naturally mm -hmm. now, but they go through his photos. And this is why we had, you know, um, episodes about how to do your photos and mm -hmm. make you seem approachable and yes. safe yes. Um, because he had like a picture with an axe and then mm -hmm. a picture with rope and like. Mm -hmm. Trying to make himself giving, seem like murdery ultra, vibes. Ultra masculine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just was like 
kind of like weird and scary, just like the posing. <laughs> and he was clearly very awkward yeah. mm. in those photos because it was not who he was. Um, I, I mean, yeah, and I yeah. would argue that confident in how he was yeah. appearing because he was trying and that to once be someone else. How he wasn't once that it wasn't a concern how he was appearing physically. He was mm-hmm. just able to you know throw up in the door and and connect with someone but when yeah. it was a concern about how people were going to perceive him just from looking at his photo yeah he was completely just tied up and couldn't do anything which yeah. is why he has a wrench in his hand <laughs> yeah he's like i was fixing something girls love it when you fix things and it's like yeah but like true but you like in person <laughs> not in a photo yeah <laughs> so exactly. he walks in and she is just she's like shocked. Oh. yeah she's shocked she's like i think she's like trying i mean she doesn't say like oh my god you catfished me like in front of his family she's kind of just like oh, 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 i gotta right. go and and mm-hmm. like runs out the door and um he runs after her and she's like you fucking catfished me like what the fuck so she's at the house she's of course shocked she runs out and although she couldn't get an uber it's apparently like the biggest hick town in the country she's (laughs) able to just find her way to this hop in karaoke bar that everyone seems to be at yeah and not only that but the real Josh walks in. The real, so Quote, this, unquote. the pictures of Josh, that guy walks in and she's like, WTF. Um, so what she says is something I wrote down because I thought it was so fascinating. She says, this may not be my child, but I'm still going to raise it. So she sees him come in and she realizes. Wasn't she talking about the karaoke, like raise the roof? I think she was talking about the the, the dude from the pictures. That's how I took it. Like she's still going to try and get with him, even though that's not why she's there. That's how I took it. Mm. I could be completely wrong. What do you think? Okay. I took it as like she's about to raise the roof in karaoke. So it may not be my child, so I'm still going to raise it. Yeah, like raise the the roof. roof. (laughs) You know, like okay, I and she was she was 100% (laughs) raising the roof. Okay, I respectfully disagree, but (laughs) okay, at the same time, that was some that yeah, that was not a cliche uh, phrase. So good for them, good for the writers, because I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, it's completely. I mean, we're having a conversation about it. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what? <laughs> All but right. she decides she's still gonna get with him, and then she yeah. calls her friend who encourages her to do it, and she reveals that her secret sauce is that she does karaoke and shakes her ass. And so even though she's meant to be some homely journalist who can't get get anyone feeling. Yeah. See, that's, I think that's what we disagree on. I think that's the thing is she isn't like, she isn't the nerdy homely girl, you know, she is actually like great, but no, I, okay. that's what I mean is like she's the one messing up all the dates like except for okay. the ones that okay. are obviously like she knows not she's working. hot but like she like, doesn't think anyone's good enough for her 
basically, yeah, she's okay. looking for someone perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. thinks she's got like a script of what perfect looks like. Um, that's not necessarily what's perfect for her, right? Okay. So okay. yeah, so she's like, this is what I need. I need a guy who's like six foot two and has a beard and uh-huh. is manly <laughs> and chops. I wish I was a little bit stuff. taller. I wish I was a baller. Mm-mm-mm. I wish I had a girl with a dun- uh, uh, uh. so mm. she's gonna go. Um. So yeah, so she decides I'm gonna I'm gonna get his attention by singing karaoke, my sexy okay. karaoke, and she's like, you know, gotta get a little liquid courage. So she steals shots from some poor girls. Yes, does she does. two shots back to back. Good for her. Go 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 her. Um, and gets on <laughs> up there, and you know, opening is incredible. Like she's facing away from the audience. Like everyone is shaking, the reeled clothing. in. They're 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 eating up what she's putting down. Um, and she turns around, and her face is just totally swollen. Okay, um, so can we stop here? So uh, when when you saw her I was like in of the course. mirror she's... okay so what did you think i was like she's allergic to kiwis they've been oh doing that God. the whole time they've been oh talking about kiwis this whole I, like 15 minutes i was like, kiwis like is this and kiwis that <laughs> i'm so glad that you're saying that because when i so I, maybe i had just got i had definitely just gotten off a long day yeah. i was taking notes but i hadn't uh, you know caught up on it cut on everything so when she when she looked in the mirror and her face was ugly and swollen i thought is this some type of like sci-fi movie (laughs) where she has rejected josh and because she has rejected josh she is now in the intergalactic bar into this hideous figure that is the only way that i could explain it because she is appearing now to everyone as ugly because she has done this ugly thing (laughs) wait what he catfished her rejecting him is i not know ugly. i know but i didn't know why her why that had happened yes. and so that's how oh, gotcha. i you were like in my what mind. is happening right yes. now yes i'm like wow what the fuck wow what yeah. like i mean <laughs> she mentioned her- kiwis when her friend was getting smoothies she mentioned kiwis in the fucking uber ride to his house so two times that i can recall of her being like no i'm allergic to kiwis and i'm like her face is all swollen now she must have eaten some kiwis somewhere i just i hadn't caught that and good for good for the guys because you know she was doing like a whole like table routine of the dance and everything like right in front of tag he was like guys don't be mean she's got like a she's got some sort of like face issue disorder maybe a disorder maybe she has a disorder (laughs) yeah he's like don't laugh at her which was very nice of him um I mean, she was doing great. Um, but then she sees herself in the mirror and she's like, "Oh no!" And so she runs outside, and that's like, um, I think Josh had come in and seen part of her performance and was like, "Oh no, she's allergic to kiwis," because he obviously knew that after two weeks of phone call conversations, because she like talks about it all the time. So she passes out, and he takes her to the mm-hmm. vet because I guess the hospital was closed. Um, because it didn't totally... have one in Lake Placid, according. Oh, he said like he said that minutes. it was thirty miles away. Mm-hmm. Thirty miles. 
I, yeah, they're so into extreme sports. There's got to be exactly like, a hospital totally. nearby. <laughs> he is there with her at the vet, and yeah. then they start coming up with a bit of a, a yeah. deal. Basically, she's be? like, you catfished me. And he's like, I'm sorry, but I could set you up with Tag because we used to be best friends before he got popular. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And in return, just stay pretending to be my girlfriend because my family is like so happy. So to push back on your idea that she's not desperate, why would she do this thing if she wasn't desperate? I mean, this is mm. just dumb (laughs) yeah um so i think the narrative that we want to that they want us to think is that um over the two weeks of getting to know like the actual person josh because that's the whole thing is he was 100 percent him on the phone calls and everything it's just the pictures just the visual that wasn't him so like she knew who he was mm-hmm. um which you know i don't know if you can get to that point really in two weeks um but you know so With that's that much talking you would at least think that you had yeah you would mm-hmm. you would have a pretty good idea of like at least who this person is like surface level maybe or what um, they're trying to show you. I mean, yeah. you would have developed a connection. Yeah, certainly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you wouldn't have seen them, like, interacting with other people. You wouldn't see their blind spots and, like, the things that they can't pick up on. But you would you would understand how they perceive themselves, at least. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, so anyway, so I think it's, like, because, like, they actually do have, like, a friendship-type connection, like – it was like his pictures that made her feel like it was more but they did have like a lot of compatibility and stuff so i think that's why she stayed i think also like it's kind of like oh you know there's also the whole like journalistic perspective she's like well i might as well see what happens because it'll probably make a great story Yeah, she didn't say that but possibly she, that, yeah, but she possibly. just she seemed really wanting to get with this tag tag guy guy. for uh, what you know for whatever reason but i i I didn't think it rang it rang true but for whatever like that's this is what they decided to do i mean when someone's really hot it's hard to separate the fact that you know how they look is not actually who they are you know he's a good guy though i have to say in the end but not compatible with her as we'll find out But, yeah. I, you know, you kind of think that they're going to make it into this slapstick thing where he turns out to be this huge douche. Yeah. And that isn't what happened. And that's nice. So, so like, yeah. yeah, they avoided that one cliche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one. It's a perfectly nice person, just not yes. the person for her. So, yeah. yeah. Or at least she's not for him because she's she ends up being fake. But we'll get there. Yeah. Josh takes Nat home mm-hmm. and the family is all into it. And did you write down what his grandma said, Claire? No. I don't take as many notes as you do. The pen is mightier than the penis? Oh, you did yeah, write that down. <laughs> saucy. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so 
they are coming up with this story that they got to know each other through texting and you know talking and communicating and whatnot and yes i did love that the grandma said the pin is mightier than the penis (laughs) so cute um so what's gonna happen next and that is that josh is going to teach natalie how to climb a rock wall and why is that because that's what tags into (laughs) and josh and his family just happened to own a damn rock wall (laughs) all things outdoors your outdoor supply store yeah oh i just i i really was full eye roll mode fine Uh, i i understand yeah it helped but it was just yeah a little too easy but yeah i mean a lot of supply stores have like a mini rock wall in there so that's and his family just happens to be in that business and so is tag and they're gonna bring it all together and (laughs) she's like super not into it she's very very scared um and josh has to be like really um like understanding how she ticks to kind of like get her to you know like she wants to do it but she's like you know scared and everything and he has mm-hmm. to like calm her fears and talk her into it and you're and like oh it well, because they work so well together yes and um, it's gonna make yeah. you happy and so i'm gonna help yeah. you do it okay I love and, you, and then also he has her read um walden by henry Thoreau, David Henry Thoreau. David Thoreau. What? Mm-hmm. Henry. Henry what? David Thoreau. Is it David? No, it's not. Yeah. Is it David? Yes. Oh, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying. From, I'm, Henry I'm, David Thoreau. I'm pretty so, sure. what do you think, Janice? Is Thoreau a dick? Well, so the thing about Thoreau, and I didn't. I I was a little surprised at this. So the thing about Thoreau is he he was extremely confident in the way that he was living was the end all be all and he was definitely the type of person who looked down on those who didn't you know believe with his ideology yeah but he was also a complete genius and he had a lot of really cool ideas about things but natalie thinks that thoreau is a dick (laughs) Um, and yet she pretends to be like super into thoreau Mm-hmm. Um, when Tag gets there because Josh told her it's his favorite book and you know Tag's like oh my god you're reading Walden and she's like mm-hmm. yeah like see and that mm-hmm. I, I actually I found it a little painful because yeah. you know as a journalist you probably want to read it I mean it's not a cringy read it's an yeah. amazing book to read it's a experience and <laughs> I, I thought it was a, a bit contrived. Ah, yeah. So I don't know if it was like cementing her into like the city slicker role or something. Yeah. Like um, why bring in Thoreau of all yeah, things? I mean, of, of everything that she complained about. I was kind of like, this yeah. is the yeah for a for a netflix (laughs) rom-com to tackle the (laughs) row this is kind of funny but anyway so she pretends to like this book that she hates in order to like you know attract the guy who's like obsessed with this book he rereads it every year he's like 
that is like my jam. Um, like props to him. It's not yeah, easy, but like, like I mean, <laughs> it's you know, it's like I I think it was really good because like he's not a bad person. He's not a vapid person. He's not a shallow person, and neither is she. They're just fundamentally incompatible. <laughs> like, and that's the thing that I think is good about this movie is that it, it's kind of relatable because these are all just human beings out doing yeah. their thing yeah. and they didn't caricature anyone really yeah yeah mm. it was really good yeah especially like I mean I'm thinking about like the end scene or not the end scene but where the confession type of scene where she tells like everyone what she does which we'll get into um, and mm-hmm. it kind of like when you tell the story, like honestly, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, totally. but like when you're like there and you don't know the backstory, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Josh yeah. is still a, still a dumbass. I mean, there's no way around that. Yeah, but <laughs> tag, dumbass, but no, uh, unfortunately, is yeah. not at all. Yeah. So okay, and she so either because she, yes, she's kind of molding herself to meet this tag ideal, but. Don't so many people do that when they meet someone that they're attracted to? Yeah, I think it's a process of learning not to do that. Because you know what Mm -hmm. happens is if you successfully get the guy, eventually you can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you either have to do the breaking up or you start to become who you always were. And they're like, wait you've changed and you're like i never changed i just was pretending to like the things that you liked yeah and that's That's a way worse thing than Mm -hmm. having it kind of fail that's why we're always talking about just be super conscious of the fact that if you're so excited about this it's because this is what happens in every single damn relationship and it's called the honeymoon and that some things are going to carry on over after the honeymoon period is over and some things are not and it's not bad it's just how it works yeah and this is the time to decide if you really want to stay together and yeah yeah, it might be six months or two years in but this is where the magic really happens yeah so be fully you like be fully fully and look maybe you're gonna read Walden because you want to impress a dude but if you really want to you know take this on you might continue to study about it and really really make it a part of your life and your world and come to love the book in your own right yeah like me with country music I really like country music now didn't (laughs) listen to it at all before um being with my ex-fiance yeah and now I'm like I'm trying to get my my boyfriend now Mm -hmm. into country music Mm -hmm. because I like it um or you might say in the end you know what this actually yeah isn't as much my jam as I thought it was and then it's up to both of you to decide what to do with that and that's the thing too is that I'm into different country music than my ex-fiance like mm-hmm. I love Casey Musgraves he could not stand her but really yeah so it's like it's kind of like this this like progression you know mm-hmm. so like maybe if she kept reading Thoreau she wouldn't have been into Walden but maybe she would have been into one of his other works you know yeah but I had, my last yeah. boyfriend just wanted to go bicycling all the time and at first I was like yeah like mountain 
biking or like no. road biking? So they call it push biking in Australia, and it's just bicycling. It's riding just biking. bikes, bicycles, it's like road road bicycles, like the skinny tires, like with the really Bi- tight bicycle, outfits. <laughs> like the outfits, <laughs> but, with and- like the cone shaped helmets. Mm-hmm. That's so not funny. a yes. And so at first I was like, yeah. Yeah, and then eventually, like several months in, I was like, actually, no. <laughs> oh, you were I, trying to bike too, or you were just like I just thought biking. conceptually. I've always liked riding bikes. You know, I present <laughs> on bikes. I like going out into You're nature. You're like, yeah, there's a history behind bikes. Yes, yeah. You wrote said, an article about fun. the history of women riding bikes. I did a very highly read article and I'm like that does sound fun uh when I was in Germany I would go bike riding with my partner but in a big city it's just completely different and yeah, you know you get out there and you know I had to tell him actually I don't want to do this at all and it was really hard for him to take he kept oh, on no. saying yes and when we broke up even he's like but you wouldn't you know ride a push bike with me I'm like I'm just being honest mate yeah, like, like have your own hobbies though I, like totally. you're like keep going riding I'm not like stopping you I just don't want to go bike. keep <laughs> going riding <laughs> but not with me be like, I want to only ride tandem, <laughs> only, and I will not pedal. It's all you, babe. <laughs> Just there on with your, your mulled wine on the backseat. I'm like, cheers! And like a little I love you. <laughs> You're like, this is a great workout for you, babe. You got this. He brought it up over and over that I put you know, put my foot down about it, but I just like, in the end, I just decided that in Melbourne, I don't want to bicycle. No. (laughs) Yeah. Like I would do it. I mean, I don't mind biking. I wouldn't be like a hundred miler or anything. No, I think um, or like an every weekend roads, if it was rural, if it was not with a bunch of cars, if it was like a wine tasting tour in France. Yes. That yes. would be wonderful. And my no, friend I don't want to be that. on the same road as cars. Ooh, if no, it was it's so wi- stressful. A wine tour without cars in France, yeah. I would be on the, there. In the south of France, I'd be like, setting the pace. In the fields. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, mm, the Chardonnay gave me a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go, yeah. girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Our, our point being that Tag likes to rock climb. Yeah. And so Natalie decides that she's going to rock climb. But I have to say in Tag's defense, he never said, you, I want this in a woman. No. She came to him and, and said, Josh date me. Her, Tag wants this mm-hmm. in a woman. Which is like, maybe he has an accurate perception of what tag wants from being best friends until like fifth grade <laughs> mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. yo tag hadn't even hit puberty yet like how do you know this guy i mean mm-hmm. i think it did it did quote work because tag did end up being really into her if you met someone who was you were physically attracted to who happened to be into all the things that you were into 
why don't you kind of have your mind blown like you'd want to get to know this person I'd be mind blown yeah Mm. no totally I mean I've been there (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I'm not like I'm not I don't require that in my relationships but obviously it's this manipulation that they're doing with tag because obviously you want to get to know this person more it's really not fair to him yeah like Mm -hmm. he he could have fallen for her if she had been herself like theoretically yeah Yeah. and been like you know what you're not into rock climbing or throw but actually those are my things and i don't need a partner who is as excited about those things as i am they never support me continuing to do the things that i'm into then we're all good Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that's that's a really good point i mean yeah so like i've been in that situation not like exactly this but where like you know my ex-fiance and i we were like literally the same person like Mm. uh, like minor minor differences but like really we were 100 percent same person like same world view same perception of others like anytime we were in a situation and we'd like talk about it later like we were always on like exactly the same page um which was like really really great but it's also like not a uh, not a requirement for me for my Mm -hmm. relationship because it also ended up accentuating some of the things that i think are maybe weaknesses of mine um so like because we were the same person we also accentuated each other's weaknesses and Mm -hmm. we weren't growing each other at all because we were just in the same pattern Um, so like me and also i think when you can't see eye to eye it's that much harder to accept because you don't understand because you always see eye to eye and everything why when it's these important things about your relationship why can't you and it's devastating yeah so there's like a middle ground and i think that involves like the things that you know say your partner was like i mean knock on wood like this never happened say they were like terribly burnt in a fire and they were just totally unrecognizable they couldn't do any of the physical activities you guys had gotten used to doing and you were literally just on you were just on each other's mental like playing fields Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you still love that person If all the physical stuff falls away, their job falls away, their, you know, status and social, like, social circles, everything falls away, their money, everything, do you like them as a person? Could you see yourself, like, keeping talking to them when you're both Mm -hmm. in wheelchairs? Like, that's really, I think, what it's about. Yeah. And that is hard to, it's hard to visualize. It's hard to know, yeah. I guess. Mm. It's hard to know. But, you know, I think not, like, prioritizing those things at the detriment of other things. I completely agree. Hobbies are so superficial. Yes, completely. I'm, like, all over Mm -hmm. the place with a hobby. I mean, I have things that are, like, 100% lifelong, like horses. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I'm not going to, like, hate horses next year. Um, And my cats. (laughs) But, but I think it was more Natalie's, things, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that, you know, 
yeah so, she was the like, one being superficial though she not was the tag one being superficial exactly mm-hmm. and like that was i think that's good to like have a protagonist who has flaws you know who isn't a victim she wasn't a victim really totally oh no, no she was not yeah, so I wouldn't really have cool. told her to get on that plane. No, she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> if she was my client, I've been like, you do not have my approval. Yeah, get on the plane. <laughs> so they rock climb, and then she passes out, and Josh kicks her over the wall. Oh, oh my God! No, 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 Janice, Janice, Janice. We have to talk about this. Okay, so, okay. I mean, so they do a practice <laughs> wall, and the next day. The practice wall is much, much shorter than the full wall. The full wall is like 50 feet, maybe. It's indoor rock climbing. <sighs> this is not how you rock climb. This is a totally inaccurate. Depiction oh, that it's one, two, of rock three. Climbing. Uh, one, two, three. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, first of all, they didn't even have a conversation about who was playing who before she went up the wall. Tag would have never been like, come on, Natalie, join me up here. If they were mm-hmm. into each other, he would have been belaying her and staring at her butt. That is how it works. Her life would have been in his hands. Instead, her life is in no one, no one's hands because mm-hmm. no one mm-hmm. was belaying her. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. her rope went into some some weird direction there was no one picture playing her it wasn't josh he didn't have his hands on the rope you never let your hands leave the rope ever right and there's communication the whole fucking time you're you're climbing the wall you start to freak out and you're like i'm i'm ready to let go they'd be like on belay i got you no communication Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. you never would fucking climb up onto the top of the wall like like no one's yelling (laughs) at her right now being like girl don't do that and then i was like well maybe she's auto blade no she couldn't have climbed on top of the wall if she was auto blade because the mechanism is at the like the point the 90 degree point between the wall and the top of the wall right she couldn't have climbed up there Mm -hmm. it was just totally crazy and i like i just want you guys to know like rock climbing is a very dangerous thing you have to be like very there's no fucking pushing people over the edge because i'm sorry yes. if and it's not just this thing where you go ready? to the top and cheer and then yeah. go down and cheer no, you get to the top and you're like on belay and they're like belay on and you're like falling and they're like got you and yes. there's a whole script yeah. and it made me uh-huh. so like i was the whole time i was like anxiety like Mm -hmm. this is terrible um yeah rock climbers uh, in the audience were you angered at this scene have you seen the movie go back and watch it i was because you're right i've known some rock climbers and they take it a lot more seriously than this did life it's mm, mm -hmm. no like there's no fucking way that she jumped down yeah and then she just gets to the top and it's like oh my god i can't believe i did that and no one i mean you totally do feel that way at the top but you're not climbing over the edge mm -hmm. you're hanging at the top death grip and then you look down and you're like "Ah!" and then eventually you get tired enough your first time around that you let go and they belay you down and it's fine and you learn that you're not gonna die Mm-hmm. like <laughs> whereas this was more like they portrayed it like um an amusement park ride 
where yeah, yeah you get yourself up to the top and then yeah oh wow I did it oh my god the throw down <laughs> yeah because like they do have auto belay devices where you you basically if you fall it catches you and slowly lowers you down I hate those personally because I like to like oh my God, lower I had myself. No idea you were so into this. Oh my God. I'm, yeah. I it's like been rock a while climbing, since I've climbed, but, but I I'm was not, really I'm not into, into it. the lingo. I happen to know though, I've dated a couple of rock climbers and yeah, serious shit. It's, you know, it's great <laughs> for dates. Like it's wonderful. Yeah. You get to like, I have mm, gone on some rock like, climbing <laughs> dates. I have. No, you get and... to like look at their butt like a whole mm-hmm. lot. Show um, so what you're made of. Um, I would love to start rock climbing with you, actually, if we could uh-huh. settle on a place here oh, and totally. do like a weekly thing, I'd be down. Oh. I'm not, this is not the mold wine speaking. I would love that. I love <laughs> the culture. <laughs> oh my gosh. We can. Yeah. I have yeah. some, uh, some people here that, you know, cool. that mm-hmm. are also like really good at it. And so awesome. Um, I'm, I'm sure really rusty, well. but I know that everyone would, you know, lift yeah, me up whatever um yeah it's fine like you get back into it easily so it's an easy thing to, to do on different levels sure. she could have been like yeah. i don't know how to rock climb but i'm down to try and tag could have te- taught her like it would have been fine um yes. <laughs> get back yeah. to the movie sorry and the thing is though when it's like your hobby and someone's interested in it it expressing an interest in it and saying you know i'd love to learn more about it that's a thing that is interesting that's a way to connect not Mm -hmm. coming in and saying i already know how to do this let's just go off into the world as expert rock climbers Mm -hmm. yeah it was not a good example as to how to connect with someone yeah yeah wouldn't yeah wouldn't advise that but she got through it apparently so yeah apparently so because josh wants or tag wants to keep on dating her so what so what josh is candles or my one of my biggest pet peeves uh baby it's cold outside (laughs) i'm sorry i didn't mean for that laugh to come out (laughs) um i don't know uh so what did you think about josh being a candle maker i think it was cute I think it was nice. Right. I mean, I'm I'm down with the candles. You know, we love we both love candles. We do so. love candles. Yeah, so I, yeah. I mean, it I, might I be not it on like... the same thing as like a brewery owner for you, possibly. But like, <laughs> it was. It, there's something odd about it. I haven't quite put my finger on it, but like more power to him. Yeah, that was fine. Oh, so do you want to say anything about Josh's brother? His brother who now waltzes in. Yeah, so yeah. his brother Watts is in. He's here now. Um, his brother is very into himself. <laughs> he <laughs> likes to be the center of attention. And you kind of <laughs> see how, like, the brother got all the attention and Josh kind of became, like, the shadow, basically. Mm-hmm. You kind of see that dynamic. So his brother comes in with his, like, cute wife and mm-hmm. is just, like, basically a child who's, like, super attention-seeking um and, and loves you know, it yes. yeah and the that kind of child. bugs natalie as well she's like mm, mm-hmm. you know what you should stand up to him next time um and josh is like uh but then they go caroling and josh's brother is like apparently a pref- professional caroler um because it's no. like full-on like <laughs> 
what is that school of rock like full-on mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. musical christmas carol glee glee <laughs> christmas caroling like his brother's going all out he's like kind of like bad mouthing the rest of the family like hey you're off tune you're off key and like getting everyone in line and they're kind of like how many people even like, carol these days yeah you know, that was, much that was less kind of whack. take it this seriously <laughs> i mean you know good for you but also like this is a group activity not a solo thing and she, he was very mm-hmm. much taking mm-hmm. t- taking it as a solo thing so uh when one of the people on the porch ask for someone to sing baby it's cold outside they do a song request um josh steps forward and is like me and natalie are gonna do it and to natalie's credit she was like no that's like the date rape song that's like the date rape song i'm not singing that and josh is like i'm gonna change my lyrics and they do actually a really cute rendition where she's like i gotta go and he's like cool i'll call you an uber like in the song i thought that was nice you're gonna be amazed though that i do not think that it is a date rape song oh no one of my biggest holiday pet peeves is this ongoing stupid argument that we have about this song being a date rape song so it's kind of like a personality (laughs) development trait like not liking the word moist you're kind of like last time you tried to it's not a a date rape song i'm just completely sick of it oh um why why is it not a date rape song (laughs) <laughs> I mean, oh there's or so not much a date rape song but it. a kind of like mm, a kind of aggressively um it's not at all it's actually a female <laughs> empowerment song and i think that it's lazy ah. activism and i feel like it's fake rage that has been like kind of imposed oh my God, on us as women buzzwords flying at me right now i, <laughs> I know <laughs> for years this has been going on and i just have always looked at this song as just being a very i mean knowing that it was written in the 1940s uh-huh it w- it was a flirty song about a couple who actually wants to stay hanging out mm. and the woman is you know kind of acting quite coy and if you listen to her arguments all of her arguments are about how her mom and her brother and her auntie are going to perceive her staying out late it ah. is not at all about but the fact she that wants. she wants to go and he is not even really persuading her that hard he's yeah wanting her to stay and encouraging her to do so but he's like not being pervy at all and i actually think that it's quite an empowering song and quite lovely and cute and it makes me kind of sad that somewhere along the way someone put this label on it got it she was really rebelling against societal norms Yes. Yeah. And then in the end, she decides to stay. So A, she's being coy. And B, her only arguments are the fact that the world is going to perceive her as being bad if she stays. He is just, he, every, all of his responses are in response to what she says to him about how she's going to be perceived. He doesn't Mm. put any pressure on her at all to stay. Yeah. But I mean, isn't it also kind of a 
societal expectation that women don't have needs of their own and so the only legitimate um reasoning is actually relying mm-hmm. on how your actions affect other people yeah i could mean be, but she was the one who decided to go out with him in the first place and then she's the one who makes all the arguments and then still decides to stay yeah okay mm-hmm. I see it. So I have read about this through the years. Jen Kirkman said in 2018. Oh, you've got it pulled up. Okay. I do. Because (laughs) I love this song. Yeah. And I think that it's lazy feminism to just say it's a day rape song, ban it without even thinking about it and anyone who wants to dm and say they hate me that's no totally she says yeah i'm so tired of this this song seems odd now not because it's about coercive sex but because a woman who knows her reputation is ruined if she stays the song Mm. has a lot to teach us about how society views women's sexuality but the lesson of the song is not that it's about forcing a woman into sex if you want to be outraged be outraged about what the song is actually about the double standards in regards to sex that women face and how nothing much has has changed. Then enjoy the song. It's a delight. <laughs> An Atlantic article says the fellow in the song makes some pretty funny arguments, including the threat of pneumonia, a rationale, maybe even the vicious aunt would find acceptable for a couch sleepover. But he's really the secondary character in the song. It's not about acceding to a dangerous wolf. It's about her succumbing to her own she-wolf, which at the very end she does, taking part in the closing bit of harmony and agreeing. As a matter of fact, dude, I will catch my death of cold out there. Oh, she-wolf. And also, by the way, it was written by Frank Loser and his wife, as a party song that they would combine, or they would jointly sing to bid farewell to their guests as they would leave their parties. Aww. Yeah, it's not like, this pervy thing that okay. everyone's making it out to be. And I, I just have to say, I just yeah. there's so many issues in society when it comes to women and violence and danger and actual date rape and drugs this it's just it's stupid like like let's just focus elsewhere focus on things that really matter (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean as someone who's done lots of research about this time in history it was flirty to kind of say no and then say yes and it's 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 very timely it maybe it doesn't age well i'll give it that i'll give it that so I guess what we can say is that we appreciate the historical significance of it being a woman actually in her power. And yes. yeah, I think there's also like, it is really cool to update it for modern like yes. dynamics. Um, and we don't like, need have to have a woman it, in her power in the modern mm-hmm. times in a new like rendition i think that's yes like what would happen now yeah exactly yeah to say that it's pervy it i don't know i just i don't think it's yeah i I guess one of the lines is this academy award-winning song yeah i mean one of josh's lines is like i really don't think you're trying that hard you know Uh (laughs) when she's like making excuses he's like go 
And and so that kind of <laughs> highlights example. what the mm-hmm. meaning of what you were saying about the song, where it's like she's saying these things, but she's really not like she's not really believing it either. <laughs> and she's today like, we mm. would say, it, okay, in 1944, that might have been flirty and acceptable. In 2021, you say what you mean and you mean it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. we've come a long way. <laughs> all right yeah that's true that, do- that doesn't mean that it's a dangerous song it just means true. that things have changed josh mm-hmm. and natalie did a great rendition it. yeah yes. so they did a which great i also duet. approve of yeah. yeah they stole the spotlight away from his <laughs> spotlight hungry brother and his brother was like you know what this this cannot stand i'm going mm-hmm. to announce that we're pregnant right now with my right wife. um Which so then did. the attention went back to him and josh mm-hmm. was like you know what i'm gonna i'm taking yeah, it I'm, back yeah i'm gonna take the attention back and he gets down on one knee and proposes to natalie who's like no 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 yeah what the hell would you do girl? that i was i was so much cringe uh so much cringe yeah. um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she says yes, and then the next thing I have in my notes is that where does this enormous? Okay, so she decides to go on a date, another date with Tag, and somehow she has this huge fucking joint in her wallet. Yeah, that's what the Uber driver gave her when he first dropped her off at oh. twenty Holt Street. I'm so sorry. I must have been <laughs> half okay. with it. He when was like, I "Could you give this half? to Josh? We used to smoke a lot. Tell him that uh, the blah 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 is here or something." And oh. you know, when Josh tells, when she tells Josh, she's like, "So she's she's on the date with Tag," and he's like, "We're gonna go bobsledding," and she's like, "Fuck!" And so she goes into a private place and she calls Josh, <laughs> and she's like, "Josh, I can't do this," and he's like, "You gotta do it. Just put your AirPods in." And she's like, "You know what?" I know where that I actually have this from. giant joint in my backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells him, blah blah blah, says that he's back, and he's like, "When did he get out of jail?" And she hangs up on him. Um, right. Okay. All yeah. Right. I so didn't it get was that. from the Uber driver, which is like props to her for like smoking a. J- joint that she didn't know the origins of um and then also going bobsledding afterwards so they happened to go on this bobsled thing with that in and of itself that's a cool date honestly like i have to say i would really like to go i would love that (laughs) yeah can we do that i don't think like how anyone who knows if you want to sponsor an episode or two of x-files and take us on a bobsledding even without the sponsoring i mean we're like you if you know, have any idea whatever on the sponsoring <laughs> yeah i'm just saying anyone with opportunity anyone with a bobsled if it's like that it's if it's like a like a luge <laughs> then yeah so a luge is where you're just yourself on the Oh no! No, yes, I wouldn't that's be able what to lose. Okay, See, no because mind. Because I was into figure skating, I know all the sports. Well, no, you're winter sports. sports. And a luge is where you have kind of just the the cone underneath your butt, oh! and you're just you just go down. And then the bobsled oh. is the sled. 
Okay, bobsled. I'm I more, probably want to do the luge. Yeah, nah. Yeah, not so much on the luge. So, I, I mean, I get like kind of nervous about like just tubing. So a luge right, would be like a no. Right. Um, a luge would be an extreme tubing experience. Yeah. Except that if you're in one of these courses, you which you have in, like on, safe, you're it, it would feel a little safer. I'd probably yeah. do it. You I, I might like, have a super catapulters. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if anyone but in Bob's the sliding. Colorado area, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go actually more out on a limb. If it's in the continental U.S. Oh, okay. And you've got right, an we'll opportunity. You know how to do it, and you know where we go yeah. to bobsled. I would say I'd be willing to make it happen. I think that yeah. would be wild. Yeah. Oh, and you loved traveling to Jamaica, and they have a they have a bobsled team. <laughs> I remember uh, the Jamaican team was really good like eight years ago when I last tuned in. They're, into the they're still competitive to this okay. day, but I, I'd be I wanna, for that. If we're, if we're going to go to Jamaica, um, I, I would say we'd go there for other things. We don't have a bobsledding As well culture. as the bobsledding. <laughs> I'm more picturing like, the where beach? can we go in. Um, I would go what like Appalachian the, Mountains, Appalachia, right? or like Placid area in New York or in California. Um, oh my God, Mammoth! Not Mammoth. Um, I'm Lake really something. thinking Mammoth. Lake something. Lake. Oh, Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. <laughs> so please cut a bunch of that out. But what I'm <laughs> no, thinking think of is like We're if you know it. a place in lake tahoe, tahoe that we can go and stay the weekend and snowboard that type of thing i'd yeah. be so into it that i'd be-, be super down mm. i've been to lake tahoe once and it was the snow was great yeah it's, i mean it, any i'm just throwing ideas out here but anyone yeah. who has any connections no, i'm snow, super down um bobsledding <laughs> snow sledding bobsledding Bob please sledding. hit us up we're fine um, with just we'll regular your sledding business. as well. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. We I'm could go with like a good target sled down a hill. Yeah, yeah. Some We're dogs. We're easy to please. Oh my god! If you have dog sleds, I'm, I'm there. I will pay you. Let's hear those sleigh bells ringling. Ding 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 ding. It's a lovely weather for us. Play right together with you. Okay, so. Natalie and Tag go bobsledding, and she is high, and it's hilarious. And, and I related That's to the it. Whole date. And right. he asked her out to dinner the next night. And this is to the steakhouse, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So then, a newspaper article or a newspaper announcement oh, is going to yeah. come out that the says that Josh and Natalie are engaged. <laughs> oh no how did that happen oh no and i'm like oh this is gonna be a whole thing and then they just like super easily steal all of the newspapers the next day and i'm like rad again (laughs) to my lake placid listeners we understand this is not like there's gotta be so many bad reviews from people from lake placid like they gotta be like love hard fuck (laughs) (laughs) there's like so i mean there was a sizable amount of newspapers but nowhere near like the population of lake placid 
Yeah, like, I mean, should we give it a look? Okay, so each of those stacks of newspaper had like maybe 25 newspapers, right? So, um, and they filled up the back of a Prius, which is probably like 10 stacks of newspapers. Uh, so t- 250, maybe 300 newspapers. Like we could round up 500 newspapers. Oh my God. How many houses are there in Lake So Boston? I am actually kind of eating my words. Oh I mean, no. According to Wikipedia, which is of course the first thing that comes up. Very Lake reliable Placid, source. a population of 2,300 oh no it is it's a small famous, town but not populous well okay so regardless if it's two thousand people or twenty thousand you're not gonna go around and gather up all the damn newspapers but yeah that's what they do i mean they definitely didn't have 2500 newspapers in the back of that prius so she goes for the dinner date um they have an argument first he's like you know what like you know you're kind of being like dishonest you're like willing to eat meat for this guy she says like worst Mm -hmm. case scenario i'll have a few bites of meat and he's like but you're like super vegetarian supposedly i have to say i would never no say that i would potentially have a bite of steak yeah and they didn't show in the restaurant whether she did Mm -hmm. they didn't like show whether she just got a salad or whether she had the meat i think if she had the meat it would be more of a thing because like as she was sitting in the restaurant after the fight, like even looking at the meat going past her on other plates, mm-hmm. she was like visibly upset by it. Um, so that it might was, have just so been they a were thing parading she said. Huge- yeah, the like super like bone in steaks where it still kind of looks like an animal. Tag and Natalie get into an argument about whether or not die hard is a christmas movie and whether or not you should even celebrate christmas oh yeah so tag doesn't celebrate christmas and natalie is kind of like oh about that and they don't really talk about it she just moves past it and then she's right. like it's kind of weird is- like they just have this yeah. weird moment where he's just kind of staring at her like that's weird uh you're <laughs> you know? yeah yeah she's like die and they hard don't really the explain why he's movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't really explain it. He's just like, it's all fake. And she's like, okay. But as if celebrating Christmas isn't a common thing that most people do. Like, he's yeah. super judgy of her he's just super, all of the sudden. Super, oh my God, what's the word? Um, He's very hipster. They still go back to his car and kiss. So, Claire, what did you think about the kiss? I mean, it was terrible. Not to be spoilers or anything, but it was only Mm -hmm. slightly worse than the kiss with Josh, but whatever. (laughs) So (laughs) I had just watched Back to the Future last weekend over Thanksgiving weekend. And seriously, seeing Tag and Natalie kiss was just like seeing Marty McFly (laughs) kiss his mom Ah! back to the future one where his mom kisses him and then she leans back and she goes I don't know what it is Marty but kissing you is just like kissing my brother (laughs) and then 
is exactly what I thought uh, when I saw yeah, this. Yeah, it was very, it was awkward. It was painful. It was no shallow. chemistry. You could see that there was nothing. She knew immediately there was no chemistry. She yeah, was like, it was gross. Oh, it was so no. yuck. But yet, Tag wants to keep going out with her. But yeah, I mean, have you had someone kiss you like that where it's like, they literally, they're just like, they're just like, like blank, like blank bitch face basically. And they just put their face on yours. And it's just like, their, their lip muscles are, are not activated. No one's home. And, and they just when like smush in... and it's the yeah. worst. That's what when type of kiss it was. When I was in high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. There's no desire there whatsoever. Yeah. And I can say that there was probably some kisses that I had in definitely in high school and maybe a little still in my Mormon days where it's like you're just kind of kissing because you think you should, but neither one really wants to. Oh, um, no. But certainly since then, no, but I can yeah. relate to it on a, on a small amount. Mm. Yeah. 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 It was just like, mm. it was it's, bad. I thought that something more was going to come of this kiss because it just seemed so fake and so without the chemistry and so icky that yeah. I thought that was going to turn into some type of subplot, which it didn't because tag wants to keep on dating her. Yeah. So, I mean, like he's got some issues. He should go to a therapist, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> like clearly, um yeah so it didn't turn into like a whole like everyone walks out and sees that she's kissing someone who's not her fiance apparently mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. yeah so but that didn't become a subplot subplot but not at um, all which, i think it was a moment for her though realizing that being attracted to what someone looks like doesn't actually equal chemistry like in person yeah um mm -hmm. yeah because the, there was like i could not even imagine a less chemistry filled kiss it, it, did. it looked like two pieces so of cardboard kissing yeah each other. just like oh, <laughs> um yeah so, so anyway. then grandma has a surprise grandma has and a surprise. that she is going to take both josh and natalie to her old old folks Friends home that she community home visits that she happens to be somehow involved in and that they're going to give a workshop on the do's and don'ts of online dating mm -hmm. so which uh it was just kind of crossing over to this kind of silly at this point when i was yeah i mean think? all the old people <laughs> all the old folks all the seniors were... It was kind of age phobic, if you ask me. I, I mean, thought it was a little embarrassing. You they saw were them as fun. flirty people, but they were making fun of cliche old people things. They were like, "Well, what do you what do you do if I don't want to admit that I'm in a wheelchair?" Then one of the others was like, "Oh, just say you like to roll with the homies." <laughs> And it's always like stuff notes. like that. Um, and and, <laughs> and obviously, they said of the guy who was in the um, was he in a coma? Or I don't just... know. He wasn't responsive. Yeah, he, they just said he that was, was inert. To say you're a homebody, and just say you're a homebody. <laughs> and he's like boop 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 
like in the Stop corner, like fully you. out. It's just kind of rude. It was know. pretty rude, but I mean, I guess you have to have to have a sense of humor. Um, but but anyway. also, like your grandma's gonna bring you to an old person's yeah. home to talk. Okay. About dating right. apps. Yeah. And so they were like, <laughs> guys, stop like lying to the people on the dating apps. And they were like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, actually, we're not going to listen to that. And so they leave the old folks home and they walk down the street and they're like, grandma, you're going the wrong way. And they're like, oh no, is this like a really devastating subplot about to develop? Um, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Just like with the puppy face and she's going to actually be some type of zombie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who gets stricken with the puppy face if she's mean to men but no <laughs> but no um instead it was a surprise surprise engagement congratulations party at the restaurant that tags parents own tag so, is there her boss it. shows up <laughs> everyone's there let's just unpack a couple things first of okay. all i didn't realize that tag had taken her on a date to his family's steakhouse. Yeah, he took her to his family's place. I I, I somehow didn't realize Babbitt's steakhouse. Yeah. So then, second, the family just decides to have the engagement party at Babbitt's steakhouse. Even though they know she's vegetarian, which like, I'm like, I feel like there's not just one one restaurant. (laughs) Like, in town, there has to be a second. There has to be a second restaurant. And Tag is working a shift at the time of the party. And um, yes, her boss rocks up. So her boss is like, I uh, gotta see this shit show play out right now. Uh, interesting combination of things yeah. that I can't quite explain how they came together. Yeah, you but know, if my boss knew the details of my dating life, I feel like it would be weird. Mm-hmm. It might mm-hmm. be a little weird. I mean, theoretically, they could. Anyone who's a client could be listening to the show, but... So everyone just happens to be back at Babbitt's Steakhouse for a surprise engagement party. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And all the main players are there. And, oh, one thing that I put in my notes, which is a very, very random thing that I put in my notes, is, you know, Natalie gets there and she's starting to think, how am I going to handle all of this, you know, all of these players? And they show this thing where she's walking around and then it it switches to her walking upside down. Or she's seeing things upside down. Like things are just kind of topsy-turvy. And I was like, oh my god how many moments have I had where I was drunk and that is exactly how I felt like oh, hello world like, uh, and you, yeah, yeah I don't know I thought as just far as you know demonstrating how it feels to be in public drunk that mm-hmm. <laughs> that hit home to me um I have to say something so her brother had gone and done previous research on her and hadn't been able to find anything. His Isn't brother. she a famous yeah. journalist? Yeah, right. How? Was and he then the again, worst they get researcher this... ever? <laughs> right. Because it comes up again in this Maybe scene. Maybe she's under a where... pen name, though. Because mm-hmm. that would I make mean, they sense didn't why people that. wouldn't recognize her on the dating apps. Possibly. I don't know. 
and why it's Josh weird. does. So what does Josh think that she does for a living? Because this yeah, they never talked about, about her... that. What? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because he doesn't right. know that she has a dating app column because that's a twist. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. even though they're both lying to a bunch of people, mm-hmm. um, they're also she's also lying to him. She is. But I ask, tell me, Claire, did you ever get to the point where you thought that what she was doing was worse than what Josh had done? I still, to this point in the movie, was like, this is so forced. Like, he's much bigger of a jerk than she is. I never Mm. was like, this is equal in my mind. No. Yeah. Um, I... I guess I didn't, I didn't like compare it on, on terms of being equal or not. Yeah. Because there, like... there's this scene in this scene where the brother comes and says, oh, this is just for her column. I just spoke to her boss. And Josh is like, what? And it's like, dude, no. Dude. <laughs> you like use someone you else's can't... pictures. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it, it's like... just not even comparable. You know, you yeah. fucked with her heart. Um, you know, she's obviously having real feelings. It just, it never felt like they made any type of argument that she was doing anything even half as nefarious as as he was in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I think, you know, a lot of it can be like chalked up to being like super into or thinking you're super into a person because like you're associating these two weeks of phone calls and everything with someone's photo and then you meet the person who's in the photo and like somehow you have to be like no actually they're nothing like the person I was talking to that whole time so you know it's kind of like I wouldn't have recommended it myself to do what she did but I don't think it was like on the same level as as catfishing someone on like a an initial level on a dating mm-hmm. app when yeah. you are already kind of exposed to danger i mean honestly yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it's a kind of it's a vulnerable place to be and and she you know, she never lied to him he lied to her. She did not lie to him. Yeah. Like at all. I don't know yeah. what he thought that she did for a living. They never really covered that. Yeah. But she, I guess he she never was asked. not deceitful. Yeah. Because they never I had mean, a scene yeah, where he was like, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I like write stuff. And like. I mean, you're allowed to be a date columnist. Yeah. And date. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that yeah. at all. Yeah, exactly. So my though my blanket advice still after watching this movie is if you're going to date online and you think that you have a connection with someone one week and you meet (laughs) and then you make your decision if you are not meeting after one week yeah that's crazy no i do i I don't understand why her friend thought that it was going to be this great opportunity to open her up to this entire no. nation open it like 25 miles don't open it 3000 yes or That's potentially wild. open it up if you frequently travel to yeah. an area or if exactly. you're likely to be in an if area by coastal yeah yes if you are not likely to be able to meet this person 
if you're in a completely other city in another state, let's say, if you're not likely to be able to meet this person in one month, if you're in another state, no. If yeah, you're in the same city, one week. Yeah. If you're in the same country, I've one like month. Never, I've never actually gone more than one week without meeting someone who I was talking to on a dating app. That's never happened to me. I mean, I guess it's because I'm very to... comfortable taking the initiative as well. Being like, I'm free on Tuesday. And then like letting them plan I've the rest of it. I've always been like, yeah. This isn't a pen pal app. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this isn't my job to just like pal. talk to you, entertain yes, you, a, give you an ego boost. Of, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of people who are going to listen to this, though, will have been already speaking with people for multiple weeks and will open themselves up to this. I know because I do this. And seriously, if you are online and you connect with someone and they are in your state, if they are within a hundred miles of you, yeah, one week, one week, one week, if you are in the same country, if you are within a thousand miles of each other, I would give it a month. I would say I would be op yeah, open to that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also it's like, why are you, why do you have to make it so hard on yourself though? Uh, there's I many guess. reasons yeah. why you might date someone in another state. Mm-hmm. Yes, you make it happen. Yeah. Nothing good comes out of continual texting and DMing. Even if you feel like you have chemistry, even if you feel like you have a connection, there is no fucking point to carrying yeah. on if you don't plan to see each other in person. Nothing. No. Yeah. It's and stupid. And if you're down to see them and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry, like work and everything. No, they don't fucking want to see you. I'm sorry to make it so blunt with you, but yeah. like they're not interested in coming and meeting you because if they were, they would make it happen. So if you want to keep in touch, then keep in touch because it's like a fun thing maybe to do on the yeah. side, not because you think that you have an actual relationship yeah. with this Use person. It as an ego Go boost. into, you know, yeah. these virtual reality rooms have your relationships. But the moment that you take it into your real life, you're crossing a huge no line in my mind. Okay. It's not reality. If you don't see each other in person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you want to carry your, on like, for 10 sexy years, virtual like dating thing, sure. that's fine. But do but... not say that you have a partner. Do not no. say that this person is your boyfriend. Do not nope. say that you're engaged. Do not say that you're in a relationship. Have this be a hobby and, or something on like, the side yeah don't believe that any of it is like that the person that your perception of them is reality because it probably yeah. isn't but let if, it be what it is mm -hmm. if it's fun let it be fun but don't if let you're it able to do that life yeah yeah mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. be open to the actual like connections in reality with people who are yeah. willing to meet up with you publicly in person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and not everyone yeah. can do that and if you don't think that you can have a romantic life outside of this just cut it off I'm, I'm sorry I'm just gonna be brutally honest like this is not a real thing yeah it's a hobby it's porn it's porn it's basically if porn. you can yeah, say that it's porn. your yeah 
yeah if you, and, and you, you can, can say you know that. hey like i just i'm of the opinion that if we're not meeting in person this isn't real and i'm gonna be uh talking to other people and it was mm -hmm. nice to talk to you but in my mind you're not interested in meeting me it's not real so good luck with your life they can be like oh actually like i will meet you in public and you know maybe give them that chance but you don't have to like honestly if someone wasn't like already excited about making it happen if it's something that you were willing to make happen as well if there was distance involved you were willing to yeah. travel and they weren't ah eh, no that's don't such do a it. good point no, fuck that. we hear about these one-sided things kind of a yeah. lot in x-files and using you don't um, do it yeah mm -hmm. i'm sorry I or it, it yeah no, it's just if if it's completely one-sided and you're willing to do it and the other person isn't, God, you deserve so much more than that. Seriously. There's more um, than that. But you know what? If you're able to just keep it a fantasy and both of you know that, there's room for that. You know, just like there's yeah. room for all sorts of porn. You know, fantasy yeah. plays an important role in people's lives yeah. but the, yeah like i said the moment it starts to bleed over into your actual life you're fooling yourself <laughs> you're fooling everyone yeah. else so yeah. and this is what happens with natalie and josh is that they get to babbitt's steakhouse and all of the players are there tag is there <laughs> the boss is there um the brother is there mm -hmm. douchey as hell and she's getting drunk and no one knows what to do and then we have the dad balcony confession with the dad yeah. yeah but basically he says like congratulations to josh and da 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 and she yells out no <laughs> to like block her name from being heard so cringe and she so runs up cringy. the stairs she's like actually I want to make my own speech. And his dad is like, I mean, cool, but like weird, I guess. <laughs> she cuts him off. She runs up there. She's on the thing. She's like, oh, well, here goes nothing. I'm just going to come fully clean. Exactly. Here goes nothing. Story. What? It's just kind of, why would you do that? Like, no one was expecting you to do anything. But yeah, she gets up there and just. I mean, yeah, the you know. alternative was like letting him say her name and just oh, tag right. being okay. upset. And I think it's like she <laughs> felt like tag. the need to like explain like, yo. Okay. I'm not living in a lie anymore. I'm actually going to say like what's been happening. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Josh catfished me and... I agreed to pretend to be his girlfriend mm -hmm. while he helped me get set up with tag. Mm -hmm. I pretended to be this outdoorsy girl that I was not to get with mm -hmm. tag. Meanwhile, <laughs> Josh fucking proposes to me like a dipshit. Sorry. <laughs> dipshit. That is actually such a good way to describe. Josh. Well, honestly, like it's I feel not, like she's no, been really, bamboozled I'm as well. And I am not team Josh. I yeah, have to she say, did I'm this not. nice thing pretending to be mm -hmm. his his girlfriend so that they could break up after Christmas and he could have mm -hmm. this moment in the spotlight of feeling like a success. Um and he got and her more deep he into got it, her encouraging deep. her to yeah fuck 
tag. Yeah. Or kiss him, whatever. Yeah, or be this person for tag. Because she probably would mm-hmm. have just been herself if Josh hadn't been coaching her on how to be the right girl for tag. Because she was herself. Yeah, and tag seemed into it until she, her face was all swollen. Yeah, Tag is upset. He's like, oh my god, you like totally emotionally catfished me. And she's like, yeah, um, yeah I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he so... catfished you, but you catfished me. We're and then Natalie <laughs> ends up at the Grand Hotel of Lake Placid. I know, which she could have gone to <laughs> the whole time. I just right. want to say also, Josh has been super nice for a man who's been sleeping on the floor for like yeah. a week. Apparently. Good point, girl. You know, like I would not mm-hmm. be in as chill of a mood. Possibly. Josh is really chill. I don't know yeah. any man who would have been chill after a week of sleeping on the floor. Well, except if you had done what he did, which is, mm. you know, identity theft and pretty skeezy. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'd be him like really embarrassed if I did that. I might be like, yeah, take my bed. Just don't tell anyone. Just, yeah, please don't tell me. For a week. A yeah. For a week. Asshole. And she does something that's quite lovely, which is she goes and affirms, <laughs> affirms his candle dream. I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, but he, it's he not sexual at all. He makes candles, okay? And she she makes sure that she affirms that before, mm-hmm. you know, bouncing out of his life. You know, she manages to make it into the house and write this card and light all the candles. Yeah, that's like a and lot of preparation. Get out. So what was that? It's a lot of preparation, to be fair. It's a lot of prep, but then she gets to the Lake Placid Grand Hotel. Her boss is there. He's laughing about it. And she says, you know, like, you are in for the story of your life. And Claire, my one of my favorite parts is, as someone who has a brand new MacBook. Oh, my what God. What the fuck? She yeah, has, she's like using a fucking ninety-eight MacBook. Microsoft Word. I was, I was like, thinking I that too. I'm that. like, what the fuck is she using? <laughs> oh my god! No. Like, where's it the old paperclip AF. guy? Because he's he belongs on that version. <laughs> I'm like, why is she not oh, using Google god. Drive? Like, who? Totally. Also, I was like, like Microsoft with the word on an Apple. And, like, the enormous that is a, doesn't work. It doesn't work. You can't have Microsoft on an Apple without some major configuration. Yes, totally. This movie was it was whack. Written and produced this year. I do By know a little psychopaths, bit about not written, not in reality. <laughs> they don't know how to rock climb and they don't know how Max work. Right. I was like, I so okay, clearly they're I do crazy. not relate to this at this point. <laughs> no, I do not get this girl. <laughs> I don't know where this computer came from, but I am not in What sort of wild black market did she get this computer off of? It was. It really threw me off. Yeah. But so writing the story, staying up up all all night. night. And she comes to the realization. Well, that too. Like, no. Okay. As a writer, you never get so tortured to come up with your next sentence no. that you're like, I can't sleep. 
I mean, I guess I could. I mean, even in the worst moments. Okay, I only had one sleepless night over the worst breakup of my life. Okay, so but I was it's probably riding. not that night. What's that? I wasn't. I probably have had sleepless nights ish, but yeah. I wasn't writing. I was no. crying and drinking and oh. taking baths. Yeah. You I was just you laying in, in bed until 5 a.m. and then I drove to my parents. So I guess that works. Yeah, exactly, too. but not trying Probably to Probably bath you know, would have been better. Something. <laughs> yeah. I know. And then she just happens to get a notification from Flirt Alert. Is Flirt that the Alert. name of the app? Yeah, that's a great job. Flirt Alert. Flirt and Alert. Josh has gone back on. He's getting back out there. One night he's later, after it. his failed fake engagement party, he's on the ass. As Red a flag. candle maker. He's a candle maker. As a candle from maker. Lake Placid. Yeah. And he's he's not just showing the pictures of himself, but he's pictures of him being himself. Like Without instead the of like posing with a wrench he's actually being who he is um based on the advice that natalie gave him and that he came to i i i guess learn on his own through his own hard lives lessons yeah and natalie is like oh my god she's like actually he's like a super hot <laughs> yeah you know he's a catch and so well a liar but a catch and yeah. so she finishes writing the the article and we're like, oh my God, what is she gonna say? Oh my God. <laughs> what is she gonna uh, say? How is this possibly going to how end? are they gonna work? Are out? they not gonna end up together? Yeah. And then what do we see? She references a movie that we very easily could have been reviewing <laughs> instead of this one. Yeah. Love actually. Which... <laughs> Or better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> we did not do love actually. Oh, no. <laughs> my God. Oh, I just remember God. watching it with my parents and my dad standing in front of the TV during the sex scene. <laughs> we gotta do it next year. But yes, Damn. for what <laughs> for I hate that movie so much, but I don't know <laughs> if I hate this movie more or less. Um um, Natalie is going to pull out something from the pop culture lexicon, which I don't think is going to be leaving us anytime soon, <laughs> no. which is the love actually card cardboard scene, uh, cardboard communication. Yeah. Okay. I have to jump in here and say, I just get tickled pink whenever I see satires of this that say tell them the mormons are here i thought you would like that oh my god i saw that i'm, I'm like, like i'm ah. a part of this you're like i feel good. I, I love that so much it just oh my god. I, it just fills me up i'm like yeah i get it it's, it's just like the type of thing where you're going around and then all of a sudden you see this tell them it's the mormons and you're like oh I have kind of a weird life in that movies are talking <laughs> like, about me. Nah. <laughs> um, That's so funny. she, I, I really do have these moments where I'm like, oh yeah, being Mormon is kind of weird. 
<laughs> so, uh, but then she does the proclamation of love. And I have to say, Josh's face touched me. It was cute. Yeah. I thought it was really mm-hmm. cute until the kiss. I feel like they did not sell the kiss. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was Agreed. really cute. And then they were kissing and I was like, ooh, this is weird. Um, yeah. 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 They just like, mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, like what was going on that day with them. But like, they mm-hmm. just like, were not selling it. I don't know. Like maybe they couldn't involve like passion because like the jump from pg to pg 13 or something but like i feel like it was okay i feel like in a a passionate kiss is appropriate for yeah. the other yeah. especially because they focused in on his face and i have to say i i think he's quite a good actor i mean mm-hmm. you really could feel that yeah. he was like is this seriously happening he was touched to me right he was now? like wow it was it was beautiful to just see the look in his eyes and yeah. then, you know, for him just to kind of walk over and them to be like, oh, yeah, I guess we we kiss. <laughs> I would have liked it to just be more of like a, a hurried rush. Oh, God. Like, oh, yeah, like grab each other sort of thing instead yeah. of like kiss, but no, like kiss keep me? your mouth closed. <laughs> keep it fucking closed. Because that's what kind of kiss, kiss it was. Like, kiss, but don't touch bodies. Leave room for Jesus in between while we kiss. You know, it was but, like, it was a weird, it would just like, it just okay. felt it was incongruent. It was um, not with sexy. the scene. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't hot. I don't really, I wouldn't say it was really that authentic. And it did not get you very excited, especially, you know, like yeah. they're kind of we kiss now. And then, you know, go to this family thing it just honestly the kiss i would have family thing afterwards was more romantic than the initial kiss yeah honestly yeah because mm. mm. it wasn't but, trying uh, to be anything it wasn't you know it was just like i would have loved to see them be like i've gotta have you now mm. like behind the christmas tree you know yeah, we want um, some steamy love actually <laughs> scenes up in here, okay? Like, you can't <laughs> reference love actually without, like, a literal porn scene, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, for when all, at the end of the day, let's just say that, when all is said and done, mm-hmm. <laughs> love hard, yeah. you were the first X-Files contemporary film that mm-hmm. we've reviewed on the show i'm i thought it was glad cute. that you produced a movie um <laughs> it was funny i it was, it was funny it was cute i in like the first half i was kind of worried that we wouldn't have much to talk about and then like everything happened in the second half <laughs> but then it was like tell- it was good I watched it yeah. in two days and I kind of panicked mm-hmm. and texted Janice and I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be like enough <laughs> material for us. And here we are three hours later. Um, yeah. I want to keep doing these. <laughs> I have to say, I have always said that we're on to something with these happy hour. Maybe yeah. if it's even a second podcast that we just come on and do this. Who oh knows? my God. Yeah. I mean, people, I, I maybe it's, it's going to catch on eventually. I yeah. know that I like it. Um, yeah, totally. I think we're witty we and reserve, have good insights, but yeah, 
We reserve the we right, reserve the to, right to, to what we want. put out drunk content that only we like. <laughs> yeah. Tipsy, tipsy content. I don't know I if I'm brilliant. fully drunk, but you know, this has been a very enjoyable Pinot Noir. I highly recommend Fresh Vine if you're interested in um, a low sugar. I think it's organic too. What is it? I don't know. But it's like a healthy-ish wine. It's a healthy-ish wine. So yeah. we are just on the er, on the on the urge, on the verge, on the edge of a brand new year of content yeah. for X Files. Yeah. So if there's a movie that you would like us to cover, if there's a show you'd like us to cover, if you think we're boring you don't want us to cover anything please let us know because yes. we are... dm us if you don't like it but review it if you do like it that's <laughs> that's my request hear more we are always asking like what would you like to hear us drink and talk about because mm -hmm. yeah. i don't see this going away anytime no soon. but i would fun. like to know what people would enjoy hearing mm -hmm. us dish about who knows what the future holds we're at the beginning of a brand new year and a brand new future and i'm so excited about it thank you so much for being with us and thank you for bearing with us thank you for bearing with us <laughs> and good luck to future claire editing our masterpiece <laughs> i think it's gonna it's gonna be pretty easy but anyways yeah happy holidays definitely. everyone happy new year thank you so much we love happy you Bye. Thank you for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you liked this episode, please help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or by following the show on Spotify. And if you'd like to connect more with us and learn about breakup coaching, find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.